In healthcare practice ownership, a reluctance to embrace diverse leadership styles can be the silent killer of team morale and business growth potential. Effective leadership isn't about fitting into a single mold, but integrating various leadership styles to foster a resilient, empowered team that wants to stay with you for the long haul. Welcome to Thriving Practice, the show where we discuss all things business for practice owners, and we show you how to grow your practice without working more or burning out. I'm your host, Tracy Trepesky. I'm a business owner, consultant, executive coach, mom and bonus mom, and an avid trial by error gardener. I am on a mission to help private practice leaders take back their time while becoming exquisitely fulfilled, profitable business owners. I really dislike that so many practice owners are overworked and overwhelmed and either give up on practice ownership or burn out and leave medicine altogether. My team and I are here to change that by showing you how you can slow down to speed up, grow your practice while taking back your time, and achieve an increased sense of satisfaction both at work and outside of work. Because what is the point of any of this if you're not enjoying it? Today, we're exploring a crucial aspect of practice ownership, leadership styles. I'm sure you know this, but here's your reminder. The success of your practice hinges not simply on your medical expertise, but almost equally on the art of leadership. As a business owner and provider, you've probably felt the weight of decisions and the pull of different leadership approaches, and maybe you've wondered which is right for you and your team. In this episode, we'll uncover the power of diverse leadership styles and their profound impact on your team's happiness and the long-term success of your practice. I have to tell you, I had fun preparing this episode. This is one of my favorite topics coming in closely behind time leadership, where I show you how you can buy back your time. It is so gratifying to see a client fully step into and own their leadership role as the practice owner. So I'm thrilled to share with you today about leadership styles, the benefits and pitfalls, and some tips on how you can make intentional adjustments to your leadership style. If you want to connect better with your team and support them in their contributions to your practice success, you're listening to the right episode. The landscape of healthcare is ever-evolving, demanding agility, empathy, and resilience. But in the quest for growth, are we neglecting the cornerstone of all of it, which is leadership? It's time to learn how leadership isn't a one-size-fits-all, but an orchestra of styles, if you will, each with its own melody. I'm going to be really frank with you here. If your team doesn't have a clear understanding of your goals, vision, and mission, there will be some frustrations and unnecessary challenges in your practice. This is not to lay blame, but to highlight that you do have a great deal of power and say in the culture of your practice and the longevity of your team. A lack of clarity can lead to some, let's say, undesirable outcomes like poor morale or dysfunctional team. When leaders lack direction, clarity, or empathy, it can create an atmosphere of uncertainty and disengagement. Team members might feel undervalued or under or unappreciated or even disconnected from the goals and visions and your vision for your practice. This can lead to decreased productivity, increased absenteeism, and a lack of collaboration among your staff. Now let's talk about turnover or churn. 
Ineffective leadership can drive away talent. When employees feel unsupported, micromanaged, or not given opportunities for growth, they're more likely to seek opportunities elsewhere. High turnover rates not only disrupt your workflow, but will cost a pretty penny in recruiting, onboarding, and training new staff. It can also damage your reputation as a desirable workplace, making it a lot harder to attract top talent. Another potential negative effect of a lack of clarity in your leadership could be stagnation, a lack of innovation, or simply reduced creative problem solving among your team, which will almost always come back to you, the practice owner, in the form of heightened stress and increased workload. When leaders and and practice owners are resistant to new ideas, maybe fail to encourage a culture of open communication or punish risk-taking, it can hinder the practice's ability to adapt to changes. This can lead to stagnation, as I've mentioned, missed opportunities for growth or improvement, and an inability to stay competitive in a rapidly evolving market. Now, effective leadership is crucial if you want your practice to offer a healthy work environment that encourages innovation and nurtures a team that feels valued and motivated. I will walk you through several leadership styles and how you can integrate components of all styles to support you in developing a team that's happy, connected to your mission and vision, and will want to stay with your practice for a while. First, I want to tell you a story. Our client, Chris, is the founder and CEO of a large neuropsych practice with nine providers, 10 technologists, and five admin staff, including her practice director. She is a brilliant board-certified psychologist, a wonderful human, and her team respects and admires her. The turnover rate at her practice was well below the industry average at lower than 10% for the past several years. While they were hiring and bringing new professionals in to accommodate growth and demand, hardly anyone left. And by and large, those who left were the techs who were going on to grad school to become psychologists, which which of course is like welcomed and celebrated. Chris shared with me that when she, she, she had been made aware of some confusion and frustration about hierarchy rules and expectations, and it was starting to show up in productivity and team engagement and, and really had a negative impact on morale. So I, when we started working together, I interviewed several of her team members, including providers, techs, and admin, and they all had such good things to say about her. However, it became clear to me pretty quickly where the sense of frustration was coming from. It was not surprising to Chris when I shared with her that her team truly respects her and loves working with her, but they were feeling rudderless and they weren't sure how they could support and contribute to the sustainable growth of the practice. It was having an impact on morale and productivity, and it was even impacting the reliability of some of the team as they were sometimes inclined to push important work to the back burner. That eventually showed up on the bottom line and impacted their revenues and profit margins. The practice wasn't in trouble, but it was clear that there were several areas where minor adjustments could have a major impact on the success and profitability of the practice. Chris told me that early on when it was just her, one other provider, and one admin, her leadership style was laissez-faire. Her mantra was basically, listen, we're all adults, so let's do our work, do it well, and take care of our patients and the business. That worked really well for several years until it was 
decidedly no longer a leadership style that would support her now much larger team spanning two physical locations. Chris knew it wasn't sustainable to continue to lead in that style, but she wasn't sure what to adjust or how to fit making those adjustments into her very busy schedule. So we started by adjusting her schedule first and made some course corrections to her approach to leading her team, which included more one-on-one mentoring and coaching for her providers, regular check-ins with the technologist and the admin team. And within a few months, the difference in morale was evident. Providers were stepping up when one of the providers went out on leave. Techs started taking on some of the administrative duties to support the admin team. And the admin team reported that while their workload was still heavy, they felt better supported and more motivated to work on improving efficiency, and they felt more comfortable asking for help when they needed it. The evidence of the results started showing up in the bottom line as well. When the stress levels were lifted, even a small amount, the team was able to spot inefficiencies and work together to fill the gaps and reduce redundancies, ultimately saving them money, and they started improving on their collections process as well leadership is like a compass with multiple directions. It's not about choosing one, but knowing when and how to navigate the diverse paths for the benefit of you and your team. So let's explore the benefits and drawbacks of different leadership styles. Before we do that, just going to back up for a second. Let's be clear about what a leader is. From my perspective, a leader is someone who coaches, guides, and inspires others. One could go down a long and winding rabbit hole to learn about the many leadership styles and subcategories of styles, but I've chosen the six most prevalent styles I've seen over the years in work with our clients. So let's go. We'll start with autocratic leadership. Autocratic leaders make decisions without consulting their team. They have centralized control and typically dictate directives and strategies. This is efficient in decision-making, but this style can limit creativity and motivation in the long run. Some benefits are quick decision-making, clear hierarchy, and efficiency in crisis situations. Some drawbacks are low morale, lack of creativity, reduced employee engagement, and potential for resentment. The next style is a democratic leadership style. It's also called participative leadership. This style involves decision-making through collaboration. Democratic leaders seek input and ideas from team members before making decisions, which fosters a sense of inclusivity and empowerment. Some benefits include increased employee engagement, diverse ideas, and better buy-in for decisions, and sometimes improved teamwork. Some drawbacks are slower decision-making, potential for disagreement and conflicts, and it may lack direction in urgent or crisis situations. Transformational leadership is another. Transformational leaders inspire and motivate their teams by emphasizing a compelling vision. They encourage creativity, innovation, and individual growth while fostering a sense of purpose and shared goals. Some of the benefits include inspiring an innovation and motivation, a positive organizational culture, and encouraging personal growth and development. Some drawbacks are high expectations that can lead to burnout. This style is heavily reliant on the leader's charisma, and it may not suit all organizational structures. Next up is a servant leader. 
Servant leaders prioritize the well-being and development of their team members. They lead by serving others, placing the needs of their team first and empowering them to reach their full potential. Some of the benefits are it focuses on employee well-being, encourages collaboration, and nurtures a sense of community and empathy. Some drawbacks, my mind was already going to the drawbacks of this. We, We talk about servant leadership as if it's always such a good thing, but some of the drawbacks are that decision-making can be slow and it can be really challenging to the to the owner to balance serving your employees while also achieving business goals. Our second to the last leadership style is laissez-faire. This hands-off approach allows team members to have a high level of autonomy and leaders might provide guidance, but leave most decision-making to the team, promoting creativity and independence. Of course, there are great benefits, encourages autonomy and creativity and suits self-moded and skilled teams and it can lead to high job satisfaction. Some of the drawbacks are lack of direction, potential for chaos or disorganization, and may not work well with less experienced teams. Remember how our client Chris had success with a small team and then how it played out with a larger team when she was using only a laissez-faire approach to leadership. And the final leadership style that we're looking at is transactional leadership. Transactional leaders focus on clear structures and established systems. They rely on rewards and punishments to motivate their team members based on performance using a more transactional approach to management. The benefits are it's a very clear structure. The rewards are based on performance and it's very efficient for routine tasks. Some of the drawbacks are limited creativity. It might not inspire long-term motivation, and it may create a dependency on rewards, which is not sustainable or desirable when a certain amount of self-motivation is required. So here's what you need to know. Each leadership style has advantages and challenges, and the effectiveness really depends on the context, team dynamics, and the specific goals of your practice. What I invite you to consider is taking a balanced approach that integrates different styles based on the situation that and and understanding that you can sometimes get better results and outcomes when you mix up your styles and pay attention to what your team needs and your own needs. Now, you'll remember that I mentioned the compass. It's not just about choosing one style, but knowing how to navigate various styles based on your goals and the needs of your team. And this, of course, kind of hints at that that servant leadership, but without fully going there. And by the way, I want to mention, it's totally okay to make mistakes and learn through trial and error. What's important is that you're making an effort, your team is responding, and you're able to see the impact of the changes you're making. Now, take a moment to reflect. Can you see yourself in any of these styles? You'll likely see a little of yourself in several of the styles, but you'll probably see one or two where you have more dominant leadership tendencies. A lot of practice owners don't think of themselves as leaders, but when we start talking about leadership styles, they start to see how their style impacts their team for better or not. The key is to remember that a leader coaches, guides, and inspires others. So how this looks in your practice will depend on multiple variables, but here are some examples of positive, productive leadership that combine a lot of these styles here. So a good leader coaches people, depends on goodwill, generates enthusiasm, speaks of we instead of I or you, fixes breakdowns, 
shows how it's done when applicable and appropriate, develops people, gives credit where credit is due, asks questions to learn, not just to respond, and gives direction and communicates their vision clearly. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, but it's a damn good start. If I were to give three simple but effective tips on where to start, it would be first to slow way down and get very clear about what you want to accomplish in your practice. Once you've established that, then observe where patterns of breakdowns or gaps in communication occur. You'll see it. And if your team is willing, you can ask them to share this with you in a staff meeting, or you can do a blind survey if it if it seems like your team is hesitant or if they're being tight-lipped. From there, you'll have some good data in your hands and you can see where you can make some adjustments to your own leadership style. Now, bear in mind, bear in mind that change takes a while to produce results. So be patient with yourself and your team. Aim to make a 1% improvement each day in an area where you see that you have the most room for improvement. There will be a compound effect when, and you'll start to notice the shifts in morale, productivity, and maybe hopefully pretty soon, a positive impact on your bottom line. So hang tight, keep going. You could also work with someone like me to interview your team and learn about where the challenges and opportunities in your practice are, and to guide you and your team to a a more cohesive, contented, and productive place. Remember, elevating your leadership is a journey not a destination. You will make mistakes. You will learn from them. Your team will learn and grow with you. The beauty is when your team starts to see you making the effort and sharing your growth journey with them, everyone wins. So here's what I can tell you. Discovering and blending diverse leadership styles will not only enhance your team dynamics, but it will cultivate a workplace where everyone thrives, opening the door for longevity and sustained success. So there you have it. I hope you found inspiration in understanding that leadership is not a rigid mold, but a symphony of styles. It's about orchestrating the best blend for your team's journey and for your well-being. Now, today we uncovered the potential pitfalls of ineffective leadership, low morale, high turnover, lack of innovation. It's a stark reminder that the role you play in shaping the culture of your practice directly influences its longevity and success. Remember Chris, the brilliant founder that we talked about, she faced a challenge many of us can relate to, leadership evolution. By acknowledging the need to change and making intentional adjustments, she transformed her team's dynamics, which improved morale, created a positive impact on the bottom line. As you reflect on your own leadership journey, consider this. A good leader coaches, guides, and inspires. It's about cultivating an environment where everyone can thrive and breakdowns become opportunities for growth and learning. If you're ready to elevate your leadership and connect with your team, start by slowing down, gaining clarity on your goals, and observing patterns within your team. Be patient, make incremental daily improvements, and remember that change is a journey, not a destination. If you need a guiding hand, I am here for you. If you're interested in learning more, go to our website at practicesuccess.com and schedule your complimentary strategy call with me. Let's see if I can be a support to you. 
Remember to embrace and blend diverse leadership styles and watch as your team thrives, creating a workplace where everyone is not just surviving, but truly flourishing. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate you. If you found value in this episode, please take a moment to leave us a review so more practice owners just like you can learn how to take back their time, elevate their leadership, and sustainably grow their practices. Until next time, stay inspired and keep growing.